Hi Pisces, I'm Melissa, and these are your astrology insights for November 2023. Okay, so for Pisces this month, I get um, a balance of masculine and feminine energy, okay? So that's going to have a different meaning for everybody. For some people, that's going to be balancing your own energy. Um, it could be about being extroverted and introverted. It could be about... Um, things that you're going after or have gone after with other people to maybe balance out receiving or um, working with things like a, uh, the law of attraction, if any of you like to work with that energy. But there is a focus for you guys on relationships. So I'm guessing some of this for you is going to come into relationships with balancing give and take. And also um, for some of you, possibly issues of um, codependency, um, emotional support, things like that. So there's something about balancing that um, with partnership energy. And also like male-female energy for some people that could be balancing that within themselves and um, analyzing past roles they've had in regards to um, their sexuality, their identity, and possibly um, you know, healing that and being supportive of where you are now with that, okay? So it's something that could come in for some Pisces. So an example of this could be maybe in the past, you've either given in areas where you maybe saw were too much or you took in areas where you don't want to take anymore. And so there could be um, a balance of reorganizing that in relationships, okay? And also with like traditional masculine and feminine roles, could come up to be analyzed and there could be you know like emotional energy but there's healing in this area healing in that area which is nice there could also be some challenges also um in terms of um balancing out your authenticity with that feminine and masculine energy okay so there could be some challenge if you're um, challenging traditional roles and there may be other people that don't like that, okay? And there's and if you are challenging traditional roles, there's always going to be people that don't like that. So um, that's not anything to deter you if that is something that you're um, working with, okay? But for some people, they're not challenging that. They're just working with things that are already in alignment with the people around them and that's um, going to be an easier flow, okay? But there's just something coming up for Pisces specifically for that. Pisces is a very, you know, more yin-related sign, feminine energy. So depending on how much water you have in that chart, some of that could come in to play here and um, shift some of that, okay? But this is also something that's ultimately healing for relationships and also healing for your identity. And also there's work here specifically that's been done in the past in relationship to that, okay? So this is like a very broad subject. Like I said, for some people, that's actually about how they identify themselves as masculine or feminine. And for others, it's really just about your energy, okay? And not at all about your sexuality. It's really about how you go about using your energy, okay? So that's something, and, and sometimes that can be a letting go of resistance, of getting things you want from other people or not getting them and how you've handled that. There could be just a release of resistance in that area when things have not been how you wanted. And sometimes that can ease that flow of balancing the masculine and feminine. Okay, so that's something that definitely could come in here. I really like for that type of energy, the acupressure point called liver three. It helps to, um, you know, uh, ease the flow of chi and energy throughout the body. So liver three is on the foot, the top of the foot. 
in between the first and second toes and that's something that's just a nice acupressure point to help balance out the flow of energy especially on when relating to other people okay so that would be a nice acupressure point for Pisces this month okay so for the month of November we have the Sun entering Sagittarius on November 22nd which I always like when the Sun enters Sagittarius because this is an uplifting fire sign it can bring in a lot of positivity and um, new perspective and expansion on how you see things so I really like that especially after we've been through Libra and Scorpio season sometimes that can bring in some focus on relationships it can be heavy for some people or just a focus on the emotions in those realms so Sagittarian energy is like a nice uplifting energy to pull you up and out of some of those more intense watery energies through Scorpio season okay and then we have also just gone through those October eclipses. So those are still shifting and um, creating sh um, energy changes for people throughout the month of November. Those can have an effect for months, okay, until you go into the next eclipse season, which will be in the spring, okay? So that's something that could still bring in change for some people. For some people, they could have actual changes that occur in their life. For other people, they're just working on maybe the um, energetic shifts going on with those signs, okay? And then on November 13th, we have a new moon in Scorpio at 20 degrees of Scorpio. So that's nice new energy coming into that sign. And then on November 27th, we have a full moon in Gemini at four degrees of Gemini. And I'll do um, two separate videos for those moons, okay? The other thing happening this month is we have Saturn going direct on November 4th, okay? So Saturn has been retrograde since June 17th and um, so this is something that for some people you may not notice much having to do with Saturn but because it is a slower moving planet but sometimes I like to bring up these slower moving shifts because if you have a lot of rulership by those planets sometimes it can be heavy so someone who might have stelliums in Capricorn which is going to be just a lot of um, Capricorn alignments in certain maybe you have several planets right next to each other in Capricorn they're gonna be um, people that might feel this more strongly, okay? If you have Saturn as your rulership of your chart, if you're a Capricorn rising, for some people even Aquarius rising, their traditional ruler was Saturn before Uranus. So for some people, they have a strong relationship with Saturn if they're even Aquarian, okay? So that could be something that shifts you. Also, if you have like a really packed 10th house, Saturn rules that or if you see where Capricorn is in your chart, say you have your fifth house and Capricorn rules your fifth house and you've got uh, multiple planets in there, um, this could be strong for you, that Capricorn going, I mean, that Saturn going direct, okay? So I just like to bring that up. That will slowly move direct as we um, move through November and then get stronger as we head out of November. Okay, so those are just a few little shifts for the month of November. The other thing is that for this month specifically, after those eclipse energies have come in, if any of you are noticing um, that you're stressed from some of the changes, and stress can also come from positive changes that just require more of your energy, okay? So one of the things that I really like 
for um, this type of season because in the United States we're heading into the colder seasons. So I definitely always like to recommend Qigong therapy and some of that is to support the health of the lungs during the fall, okay? So the lungs can sort of um, experience the element of dryness in the fall season and sometimes they can become more taxed. So it's really nice to support the lung qi as you head into the winter months. Okay, and qigong therapy is just something I always like to, re to recommend because it strengthens that lung qi, okay? So Qigong, you can just watch online. There's a lot of free videos online you can look up. A lot of people have community classes in their local area in Qigong. So that's just one thing I like to mention for the fall season specifically, just to sort of support that. It's also great for um, depression and low energy. If you have those, sometimes people in energetic medicine and traditional Chinese medicine, they can have um, a deficiency in lung qi, okay? And that's something that could come in and is again strengthened by qigong. Qigong is also something that strengthens the kidney qi, okay? So the kidney chi in traditional Chinese medicine is related to longevity. It's also related to vitality. So if you have felt deficient or weak or have low energy, sometimes in traditional Chinese medicine there will be deficient kidney chi, okay? And qigong helps to build that vitality. The other thing I like to bring up with that is um, the kidney Qi is something that helps us to follow through with long-term goals. It also helps us to manage stress and have endurance, okay? So that's something that's really nice that can be supported. There's also the acupressure points that I like to re recommend for that called kidney three and then kidney six, and they're on the ankle right near the ankle on the inside of the leg, okay? Kidney six is specifically a great acupressure point to support sleep and also to nourish the water element in the body. The water element in astrology is related to emotions and in traditional Chinese medicine, we also talk a lot about strengthening the kidneys if anyone is having trouble with emotional news or handling their emotions, okay? So this can also support you if you've had repeated periods of stress or if you have um, even positive changes coming in where you have to put a lot of energy into making those changes happen or following through with change. That kidney chi is really um, supportive of sort of enduring and sort of um, leveling out your energy to last, okay? And it's a really great for anti-aging and it's something that we always support as people are aging, okay? It's also great for recovery of any type of illness, okay? It's something that you would wanna support. So kidney three and kidney six are two acupressure points that I highly recommend for any of those issues. At the top of the YouTube page, you are welcome to click on the link to my website and here you can subscribe to my free newsletter, which I only send out several times a year and you can always unsubscribe at any time. And in my newsletter, I like to give astrology updates similar to some of the information I share in my horoscopes and I like to also share some of my um, supportive wellness tips and lifestyle tips from my background in traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. So go ahead and check that out and you can click on the link under free newsletter on my website at shenandmoon.com.